What's up, everybody? Just want to let you know that By the Hood is powered by MDC Strategy. So Corey and I have partnered with several other educators and investors to create MDC Strategy. Just want to let you know this is not a get-rich-quick scheme or fake internet guru selling you dreams of wealth. This is a community of educators and investors who believe in the power of community and shared ideas. We share information about real estate, long-term stock investing, precious metals, options trading, cryptocurrency, and much, much more. To get more information, go to mdcstrategy.com. Welcome, welcome to the Friday Live brought to you by By the Hood. This is our Friday show. We talk about everything going on in you know, our little By the Hood universe. <laughs> and this is powered by MDC Strategy. That is our private trading group. I'm Jimmy. Got my brother Corey with me here. Listen, we got our sister here. The doctor's in the building. Dr. Chaz is finally joining us. Wait for yeah. our folks you know, um, we already got folks chiming in now. We got some, uh, you know, wait for some folks to get here live, you know, as we do. Um, but also got another special guest coming about 730, uh, Joe Wilson, the president of IBB, which is our investment group coming to talk for a couple minutes and all. But, you know, we're going to have a, a not a long show, quick show, but, you know, not here for a long time before a good time, as Corey says. Shout out to everybody listening to this audio, which drops late this evening after this show. I upload the audio to our podcast feed. Um, so that's always dope because now we have audio listeners to our Friday live show. Also, shout out to everybody who tuned in for the first episode of Stack Sat to Die Trying, which dropped last Monday. That is our Bitcoin only exclusive show. So we are cranking out content and you know, just just having fun talking about the things we like to talk about, you know. Um, but we're excited, man. We got uh, uh, the Dr. Chaz in the building, man. She's a legend. But let me get to these comments and then we're gonna, you know, have some conversation about our main topic of the evening, which is. Co-signing for family members. This should be an interesting conversation. Let's see. Keep moving. It's, uh, talking about this with my sister, about my credit is good and her credit is good, but she has a high credit limit on a credit card. So I asked her to put me as an authorized user for three months. That is a strategy that people use. So I can apply uh, and, you know, apply in credit and get high limits instead of low limits. All my cards put together are about a 5.5K limit. And keep it moving also adds in that. I'm not running the play. <laughs> Don't tell JT on him. I heard that. Um, he's just trying to figure out a way to up his credit. So, you know, he's talking about our main topic is co-signing for family. Jose is in the building. Jose Sanchez. Peace, family. How are you? Pascal is also here. Yes, please share, subscribe, do all the good stuff. Hit the like button. We got the legend in the building, legendary trader Lance. Lance, how are you, Lance? You know what I'm saying? What's the good with Lance. you? Lance, thank you for pulling up. More folks are coming in as we speak. Lance, but, and make your day. Oh, but before we get started into our main topic, man, Chaz, Dr. Chaz, how are you? I'm good. I'm I'm doing well. Great week. Listen, man, Chaz is, you know, an MDC member, but she also has her own group. You know what I mean? And um, I watch what she got going on during the day. I'm in there as well. You know, um, our network is crazy, right? Our network of folks that are actually out here trading and, 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 and doing all kinds of, uh, you know, amazing things. Um, you know what I'm saying? Um, so that's dope to see people that look like us out here investing and trading and doing dope stuff. So anytime anybody, you know, we want all our people to pull up on Friday. A lot of y'all scared to get on camera, but Chaz is not scared to get on camera. She's going to come on here and talk her talk um, and we're going to have fun. Brittany is in the building. Brittany says, hey, what's up? What's up, Brittany? How are you? Um, yeah, man, I saw Chaz having her way with the uh, the market that they're using. It is cashing out. <laughs> giving full lessons in there, too. Like. I took some notes. I'm like, I gotta go back and check that out tonight. Like you, you, you know, you you gave a full lesson today. So you was out here teaching and getting to the money. 
that's how I like to do it. If that, you know, I don't want to just do signals. Um, you really need, I want to teach you to fish. So that's, mm-hmm. that's what it's all about. Cause when I wake up and I'm, I'm still sleepy and I don't want to do it, what you going to do? You're going to still be waiting on me. <laughs> but it's still money to be got. So. Jamil is in the building from Detroit. What up, though? He said, what up, though, Jamil? What it is, though? Hey, Core, man. I've been smacking the NBA so crazy this week, man. I was telling our brother Mark. I don't think Mark is here yet, but he usually comes in on Friday. He'll be here. I, I'm getting ready to change. I was getting ready to change my username to uh, to Parlay Poppy because I'm going crazy <laughs> right now, man. I smacked the NBA for something crazy this week, yo. <laughs> I was like, either Parlay Poppy or they're going to have to start calling me Proposition Joe because I'm smacking these props like crazy. Whoa, 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 whoa. You I'm can't be these props Joe, like crazy. Bro. I know we just did a show about gambling, but I, I can't even lie to you, bro. Like, I can't even lie to you. I said, yo, I'm, I'm about to put a feed in our circle. I'm just going to give out the plays I, I do, man. Like, you know, not 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 investment advice. I'm going, I'm going. Crazy part is, and I, wait, wait the market's on. I know Mark get on. Like, I'm going I'm to have him, you know, vouch for me. I gave him a couple plays. He gave me a play. Me and Mark smacked a crazy parlay last night. You know what I'm saying? Jeremy Grant over as well as uh, the parlay with uh, Spider-Man over. We both smacked. Pause and uh, it was amazing. Jamil says, "Nice intro episode of the Stack Sats Pod." Jamil, I appreciate you for tuning in. Um, thank you for that. It'll, it'll get even better because you know I have a funny thing is I had a couple people reach out to me about being guests, um, and you know so it's going to get better. A lot of information. There's always stuff happening uh, in Bitcoin. <laughs> Ants in the building, man. Parlay. Listen, man. I'm telling you, my my new nickname is Parlay Poppy, man, because I'm. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm I will never call you Poppy. <laughs> never. Never, 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 never. What in that nickname, man? Parlay Poppy. Daniel's in the building. What's up, Dan? Dan sent me an interesting video today. I meant to pull it up for the show. Um, it's something I saw. I, I saw EYL cover too, where um, I don't know if you guys saw this. The CEO of uh, what a founder. I'm not sure if he's still the CEO of Blackwater. What he said. Um, he made a comment about like, you know, basically like, yo, we need to go into Africa and just like, you know, create colonialism. Like said it. Like, he went on camera and said it. And a dude interviewing him was giving him outs, like, you sure you met? And he like doubled down. So that was a crazy, crazy clip. Um, you know, we'll talk about it another time because we got a lot to talk about tonight. And says, Yeah, that's why <laughs> I'm watching y'all while the fam was about to fight. And I'm egging it on, both cousins. Yo, hey, K. Diggy, man. K. Diggy said he's watching us while he got family over there getting ready to fight. He over Just there. go live so we can watch it later. You know what I mean? <laughs> K. Diggy, man, I hope you got a second phone or something, because I want you to record it so we can watch it, man. You know, not not trying to uh, promote violence, because I'm not into that. You know, we all about peace here. We all about peace. All right, so Jamil says, Jim, I'm in the fire group you made a comment about. Dividend stocks. Will you explain that? Was that from the investor standpoint or a company standpoint? Great, great question, all right? And here's what he's talking about. So there's a group in here. Shout out to our brother, Don Johnson. He put me in this group. It's called um, Afros on Fire. And it's a bunch of black folks, you know, for people know what the fire community is. And it's all people that look like us. And we were having a conversation about dividends. And some people love dividends. Um, you know, <laughs> so answers, I'm on my ratchet Friday-ish. Our Friday show is a little different, you know what I'm saying? We, we get to come on here and have fun and, and talk about whatever we want to talk about. But yeah, but get you know, let me get back to my righteousness and answer Jamil's question. All right, so the conversation was about uh, dividends, and some folks are just in love with dividends, and they don't want to see any other way to invest because you know they have this idea. What happens is they have an idea in their head of they look at the dividends that a company pays, and they say if I get X amount of money, 
um, I know this pays four or 5% dividend and I can just live off this, right? That's a paradigm that people have had for years. And I made a comment in the group like about looking at various studies, which I have done academic studies. I've run various models. And I know that over like the last decade or so, dividend investing just didn't make sense, right? So even if you have a high dividend company that's paying you dividends, most people don't understand that pulling a, a dividend is just devaluing the company. When a dividend is paid out, that money that's paid out devalues that company. And we're living in a time now where growth is, is so fast and is moving at such a rapid pace that you're better off investing in a company that doesn't pay a dividend, but has high growth. So let me ask you this question, but both Chas and Core, you guys are investors. Over the last 10 years, would you have rather own, um, let's say a high dividend company, Coca-Cola, would you rather have owned Coca-Cola or NVIDIA? NVIDIA. NVIDIA. How about you, Core? I said NVIDIA. Okay, my fault. You know, you know the uh, the powers that be be playing games with the, the signal. So yeah, just, you know. But anyway, um, you look at this, and, you, and it goes across the board. You can take any high dividend company you want. A lot of people fall in love with. Oh, if I look up O Realty and I look up Google over the last like you know decade and a half, which one would I rather own? If I look at you know any any super growth company, especially Amazon, specific Amazon versus your favorite company, right? So. When you look at the S&P 500, it's dominated by tech. Tech is carrying the entire set, like the entire basket of companies. Um, and that growth is happening at a point where it just makes more mathematical sense to, to have growth. The way that the markets, um, markets change over time. Dividend investing in 1960 is something different than investing in 2024. But so many people fall in love with dividends that they don't even see the other side and they never do the math. So, but the best I just think that um, I was bringing that up and just like you know sharing my experience with that. Um, the, but the two you know, best that dividend stocks on the market you have to be careful are, with chasing are, dividends because a lot of people chase dividends. The two best dividends markets, uh, the two best dividend stocks on the market are Apple and Microsoft, but they don't pay a high dividend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, people fall in love with the idea of just because it, it helps to math. It's easy math. If I could say I get this percentage of dividend, so now all I have to do is aim for this amount, and then I could stop working. That's what it really stems from in our community because I've seen it over and over and over again. But the thing is, you might get to your number faster by, by, by investing in growth. Chas, you got any thoughts on this? Yeah, I'm, mine is the same as you. I could probably trade and get to my number and then start investing. But I think it's about the amount of time you're going to hold that share. Like, I would want to get to my number and then let it pay me out, but I don't want to take 20 years to do it. And if it's going to yeah. take you that long, you could have traded in five and then been retired and then put it in there. So I think mm -hmm. they just have to flip the switch on the time frame that they're getting into these companies and they're no longer growth and the dividends are not as frequent or as profitable now. And I think they're going to go away with them. A lot of them, a lot of companies just pull back. And that's the other part too, right? So but let's, let's just say you, someone says, look, I don't want to trade. I'd rather hold high growth companies. And I think Don just mentioned in the chat, and let me get back to the chat in a second. I'd rather hold high growth companies than be caught in um, and, you know, an, an old way of thinking of just say, oh, I got to get these dividends. Got to get these dividends. I was reading a book one time and I never verified this, but they said that um, when John D. Rockefeller was alive and allowing people to invest in uh, Standard Oil before the government clapped them all up, they was paying something like a 30 something percent dividend, right? Because they was raking in so much dough that 
people that invested with him, he was paying them out crazy amounts of money, right? But that's a whole different time. You're not getting that now. And he had, you know, the biggest company in the world. So we're the, the biggest companies in the world are reinvesting the dividends. And from a valuation standpoint, is it more valuable for you to give me a little 3% dividend or for you to take that capital and do a share buyback? If you do so, a share buyback, I get more value. Apple does both though. So which is which makes that's why Apple is one that's of the Apple's printing so much money. They're like, yo, we can give a small dividend and do a buyback. But which makes the dividend work even better because now you have more shares. So yeah. so that Apple is like a, a a case to itself because but most people don't consider Apple a dividend company because the dividend is so low in comparison, right? But they don't understand what the, the buybacks and the shares, like if you had bought one share of Apple. At, at any point before 2006, right now you'd be sitting on like 5,000 shares. No, I understand what you're saying, but I mean, it's kind of what Facebook is setting themselves up. They paid a small yeah. dividend now. They're setting themselves up for that same play. But so, Jamil, I hope to add more context to it. And we could probably do a whole show just on that and looking yeah. at the math of that. Um, but that's kind of what it um, comes down to. Ain't <laughs> telling me I was on my Ratchet Friday. Yeah, man. Parlay Poppy's out of control. Cookie says, Good evening. What's up, Cookie? Keep a moment, says Chaz. That's right, Chaz is in the building with us. And says, I just bought some data center REITs in um SH SCHD today. People love that uh that play, the Schwab joint. Um, so that's why aristocrats are stagnant in appreciation. Is a question from Jamil. Look at the appreciation of things that uh, the companies that are considered dividend aristocrats. Look at their appreciation and look at the counterparts. Um, you know, within the S&P and then just answer the question and you can do this over time. Which one would you have had more money if you held? Don says, what about these high growth companies that also pay dividends? Apple, Microsoft, Facebook, NVIDIA, how do they fit in? So the funny thing is, you know, Corey brought it up. I don't even really consider them dividend payers per se. To me, that's just a little small bonus because the dividend is so small, but they're still focused on growth, which is a good thing um, overall for, for a shareholder. Tanelia is in the building. What's up, Tanelia? How do y'all feel about the Facebook stock after the dividend announcement? I mean, Mark is out here putting in work and clapping at folks, man. So, so Mark clapping at uh the Apple uh Vision Pro the other day. Like, um, Mark is a tyrant, yo. He is. Like, I, I didn't know when they went public and I watched him. I didn't realize. Like, you watch the movie and you see he's a little evil dude, but I didn't realize um how much of a tyrant Mark is. I'm not saying that's a good thing. This because he's he's part of the you know part of the system, but he ain't gonna lose, yo. Nah, I don't know, man. There's companies he can lose against. Are they willing to play dirty like him? I think he'll pay to get them on board. I think I think I think Mark Mark might hit up. Uh, he get on his group chat and hit up. He might get on WhatsApp and find some economic hitman. I think Mark play that way. <laughs> That's just, but you know, I'm just you know, I think Mark play a different game though. Mark, he play a Mark, whole different game than everybody yeah, else. Yeah, 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 Mark, Mark is a, a tyrant, yo. Shout out to Mark. Um, my, my boy, my boy at Amazon was similar. Yo, yo, the crazy part about Bezos is Bezos gets this like a uh, reputation as being evil and all that, but boy barely talk. Now, now he living his life. Now he living his life. But even before, he never was. He never was in front of the camera, boy. Man, my man used to split cookies in half, bro. Shot Town is in the building. We got Adrian. She says, hey, y'all. What's up, Adrian? Lance says, also, think about the amount of stock you have to own to be able to live comfy off of that dividend income. And that's the other part. 
See, see, I told I, Mark, I was waiting for you to show up, Mark, because people didn't believe me, man. Mark, I told him I've been going crazy all week. I was getting ready to change my at name to at Parlay Poppy. Mark says, what up, people? What up, my betting partner? Um, Mark, I was telling him about the parlay we smacked last night, Pauls. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, you know, so Mark is in here to verify that we get busy. I don't just want to share screenshots. What's your take on Dave's take on overall Russell companies don't really offer growth? Okay. Shout out to uh, Diamond David, man. Um, you know, uh, so the Russell 2000, and he did do a video. I didn't watch the full video, so I got to watch it to get further context, but they don't really offer growth. I think that if we looked at the market and we're very honest, most companies don't offer growth, right? Yeah. A lot of times we've been carried by 15 companies for the last 10 years. Or you said what I was going to say, right? Anytime you look at a, a sector or something and how it's moving, it's always a small group of companies that are carrying it. Y'all got, you got any thoughts on this, Chaz, about companies that offer growth? I watched it. And again, it's just all about if it's a a startup, that's where you're going to get in and get the, you know, the most out of it. But they're going to, you know, if they're going to flop or not. But the Russells, I, I got to do more research. Yeah. So shout out to Diamond Dave, man. I told you, Diamond Dave always has a perspective mm -hmm. that makes me go research and think. So I got to definitely watch yeah. that video. Once you get um, I say a blend between growth and a couple of dividend. Pascal, there's nothing wrong with that. And it's not that I'm anti-dividend if it's a strong company, but understand that you're not going to get a certain amount of growth, right? I mean, at this point, if I'm getting a dividend that's like four or 5%, I can get that on an ally account <laughs> with no yeah. downside risk. Because <laughs> some of these companies paying these high dividends aren't growing at all. I told Corey some a couple of weeks ago. Shout out to my brother Jose who's in the building. I had a, I don't, I don't like to talk like this, but I had a crazy bag of Coca-Cola. I've been buying Coca-Cola since, it's literally the first stock I ever bought. I sold all of it a little while ago. And I told Corey, yep. see the face that Chas made? Corey did the same thing. Crazy part is since selling it, and it's been about a month or so, the money that I, I rebought, and you know, Don gonna know what I'm talking about when I say this. I bought my Machine Gun Kelly thing with all my Coke bread. Money don't went up already because I ain't, I know what I'm talking about, but I ain't going to speak in a, uh, my language. I'm going to tell everybody. And I've been saying for, for a long time, one of my favorite ETFs is MGK. It's a Vanguard, um, you know, growth ETF. I took all my Coca-Cola, put it in there. And the money is already like, you know, um, start doing like somersaults that it wasn't doing a Coca-Cola for the last five years. And not going to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, what are we, we talking about? But, um, but I don't, I don't have no problem with that. I have no problem with the combination. Like, it still fit in a certain portfolio, but I think that there's, like, a certain hype around them that doesn't exist when you do the math, right? It's a reason why when you look at Warren Buffett and income he's able to generate, his perspective is, and I've seen him say it several times, I can reinvest this money and make more for your portfolio than you can take in this little silly dividend, mm -hmm. right? Would you rather me make our company worth more or take the dividend and maybe you'll rebuy some back or maybe you won't. So, ho, oh, we got a super chat. Appreciate that. Master IT Roadmap to Reward and Tech Career. Make sure to check out the channel. We appreciate the super chat. Thank you so much. It's definitely appreciated. Much love to you. Pascal says Costco, right? So Costco still finds a way to, to, to you know, be a growth company, right? You have to figure out where that fits within your um, analysis, right? Dave is in the building, so he went straight at Apple's, and Dave Foster is one of the top real estate agents in our city of Philadelphia. Shot the, shot the dude. Yeah, he said he went straight at Apple. Yeah, Zuckerberg is evil, yo. Kev, Kev from Vegas is in the building. What up, Kev? How what up? What's up? 
Pascal says Steve Jobs was bad too. Yeah, a lot of these tech dudes be a uh, low key tyrant, yo. <laughs> Not low key. In the building. Tay Renee, what up, Tay? Bezos' wife with the, fa- the fake <laughs> um, commenting on Bezos' wife's boobs. I'm gonna leave that one alone. <laughs> Kev says, I'm late. Who is your guest? Our guest is a legendary trader, someone in our community, an MDC member, just an overall boss, which is Dr. Chaz. <clears throat> Dr. Chaz generally is in the chat. You see her with us on Friday. She pulled up to have a conversation with us. You know, we're gonna talk about our main topic in a second. She's um, my neighbor too. She down right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta come down there and see y'all, man. We gotta come down. Come there on, come on, know. Jimmy. We need to meet up. Yo, the turkey leg hut. They didn't shut that down. I was trying to like see if I could meet up there to go to a black owned business, but they got all. No. They, they, they it was. It was. It was hype. It was hype. It was hype. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, they put their dirty laundry on the internet. So I don't remember, even know. remember when I was telling you? There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of grapefruit and a lot of mid. <laughs> Corey, said that. Corey said that. Yeah, that was Corey a lot said of that. All right, so you know, since I noticed that electronic resellers, flippers are going after the Vision Pro versus Oculus One through Three, better profit margins using flipping on eBay. Um, my thoughts on the whole overall, um, that whole overall process of that that the Vision. I was one of the nerds that had Google Glass, and it was so far ahead of its time. But I think that this is the first rendition. But as they improved that, did, you, did either one of you guys see um, the Oculus thing yesterday? The Oculus, uh, you know, conference when they showed their new products. Nah, not interesting. All right, so Oculus shared their new products. Um, not Oculus. I'm sorry, not Oculus. Um, uh, Chat GPT. What's their parent company? Google or um, Microsoft? No, not Microsoft. What's the other company that um that does Chat GPT? Uh, somebody in the chat, help me. Microsoft is the one that funded them. What's their what's the company um that does chat GPT? Somebody in the chat gonna know what I'm talking about. We're gonna bring on Joe Wilson in, in a second. What's up, Joe? What it is though, Joe. Can you hear us, Joe? Yeah, I can hear you good. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna have Joe talk about uh you know investment clubs and and, and kind of what we got coming up, but open AI. I'm sorry, I couldn't think of the name. So open AI had a conference yesterday. I don't know how many of you guys have seen it. But they showed their new product, which is to me is going to be just as revolutionary as ChatGPT was to uh, the, the, the consumer. But it's video where you write a prompt and it creates a video for you. And when I say a video for you, I'm not talking about the old stuff we've seen that uh, AI does. It looked like a Hollywood film. And it's scary. And I'm thinking about that. And then I'm thinking about like, you know, where we're going with the, uh, you know, the Oculus and the vision. And I'm like... The world is going to be filled with all kinds. Listen, I'm excited for that, though, because that gives that what that is, is an opportunity. Right. Because what what happens is the old guard had. They had a a, a stranglehold on that stuff. And right now, if you're a visionary, if you're somebody who 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 is a creative and you can get on the front end of that, you can change the whole way Mm -hmm. the system works. That's that's a that's that's that right there. What you what you what they just gave people is an opportunity. So so here's my only my only concern with that, Corey. You're not wrong. Yeah, you want tape delay, Jim. So here's my thought on that. I don't think you're wrong, right? And that project that project in um and in, uh and um software software. I'm sorry, it's called I, I, some you know, every time we ask someone on, sometimes it's StreamYard acts crazy. But um 
It's called Sora, S-O-R-A. It's the new product. Core, you're not wrong, but here's my one issue. How many of us are ready to take advantage of it? How many of us are proficient enough in technology to be on the other side as a producer? But my thing is, and that's part of our problem, and that's part of why we got work to do. But that, that, but that's what I'm saying. It's an opportunity ahead, to get in front. It's an opportunity to get in front. Just like Bitcoin was an opportunity to get in front when we first brought it to the people in 2016, 2017. Like you, we, we opportunities to get in front are very, very few and far between. And when somebody is giving you an opportunity to get in front, you got to stand in front of it. Like you got to get into the front and then you got to ride on the You got to ride on the wave on the front instead of because my thing is once it's been like once once um once the infrastructure is already built and the big companies get their hands on it and then they start moving it and, and, and manipulating it, you're going to pay the premium for them doing all of that market research and all of that stuff. So you're going to pay the super premium for that. So the so same thing. Go ahead. I was going to say, in the Bitcoin community, there's a saying that says you get Bitcoin at the price you deserve it, right? Which means that the longer it takes you to embrace it, you pay that price for it. It's a tax almost. The problem with that, like, thought, and even with looking at the AI thing is, um, so it's early, so but that means that only some of us will get it. By the time we see everything, it's almost already too late because we're not part of the infrastructure that builds anything in this country. Nothing. When you look at the data, when it, when it talks about Black-owned businesses... We're so concentrated in certain things like um, social work and food service. services. Yeah, yeah, that you know we're not, we're always late to everything. So, Joe, we're going to talk about the event in a minute. Let me just catch up on these comments, and then we're going to bring Joel up and give him the floor. We got Doctor Chas with us as well. So, Crystal is in the building. What's up, Crystal? Yeah, we got the legend Jabbar in the building. Yo, Bar. What's up, Jabbar? All right, Crystal says. Not it was hype. Yeah, a lot of stuff is hype out here, Crystal. Um, <laughs> Crystal said that the floor north is better. I disagree. See? But I'm from the south. Like, south food is... Um, I spend a lot of my time in both places because my dad is from Alabama and my mom is from, you know, Philadelphia. So I spent a lot of time in both places. And I can tell you, it's really, it's really super dependent on where you go. Right, I agree. <laughs> and most of the best food ain't in no restaurant. <laughs> right, you gotta I find do. somebody's mom, papa, uncle, the uh, you know what I mean, auntie, auntie with the fat, with the fat under the arm. Right, if auntie got the flap <laughs> under head. No matter where she where she at, that food gonna be slapping. That's like uh uh um the uh, the guy on TikTok, Chime Town, he does his food reviews. If a food is good, he say, "Ooh, arm flat." Jamil says he's with dividends because of the Buffett bandwagon and his annual reported dividends. Yeah, but here's the thing: watch what people do, not what they say. How many dividends has he paid with his own holding? You know what I mean? <laughs> so. And says, come on, Jim, Texas is calling your name, bro. Put the Philly pride aside. I had to do it with Cleveland. I said I was going to come visit. I ain't seen nothing about going there. And thank you all for pointing out the open AI because I couldn't think of the name, but it is open AI. Young GC's in the building. What's up? What it is, though, youngin? GC. Yeah, so anyway, I appreciate all the open AI. Let me get back to this. 
you know, what's good, text video, yeah, text video, them 60 second films. Yeah, people saw that, man. Sora is, is Sora, like, I want you guys when you get off here to go check that out. It's called Sora. Um, and Jesus said it's like they eat, they continue to meet and even blow past expectations. So that's what we're talking about. Like, we got to get our folks prepared. I was talking to Joel earlier this week about, like, you know, just getting our more of our people into tech. Um, we're not going to know what's real in five years. Yeah. Joel said our people are going to be slow to adopt and use it, but that's why we got to get work to do. Um, GC says the thing is they weren't even first to come up with a product like this. They just have way more exposure and market power than other AI companies. And Mark says Bitcoin is Dylon. Pascal, we are concentrated in jobs that relics the previous industry. Great point. And that's what we're talking about. Pascal says Southern food is fire. Kev said, hold up, that's blasphemy. You out west though, so I don't know like where West Coast falls in the food uh, food spectrum. Um, Ant says, just has some lotus seafood. You know, so he said that's beating all the up, up north grub. Um, you know, and two more comments that we're gonna get started. But Jamil says, speaking of Buffett, why did he jump so many Apple shares this week? He put it into oil companies. If you see where his money is moving, um, and Crystal says, you know, I'm pro tech. Crystal, we need you to help uh she help be us try to get the info. She be trying to she be linking. Yeah, people. she she posts a lot of a lot of jobs, a lot of opportunities. All right, Crystal, we got to talk because we got to put something together. But listen, we are joined also. You know, we got the legend, legendary Dr. Chaz in with us, but we also have Joel Wilson. And for those who don't know who Joel Wilson is, um, Corey and I, we always talk about our investment club. Joel Wilson is the president of our investment club, you know, um, IB Big. And we're having an event, not not today, obviously, but a week from today in Philadelphia, um, honoring the legendary Dr. Leon Sullivan. So uh, Joel First and foremost, man, how are you? Before we talk talk about anything, how are you? Man, I'm doing good, man. I'm I'm real excited to uh, be here. I've been listening to the show, and um and, and congratulations to both you you and Corey. You guys just have an incredible show. And Dr. Chaz, uh, good evening to you. Have not I don't think we've met before, yeah. but I'm uh, you know I definitely appreciate the, the the conversation. You know what I'm saying in the in the chat. I had to sign up real quick. Uh, through my uh, YouTube, so I could jump into the chat on here. <laughs> but I'm, but I'm enjoying it, and and I have I think a unique take on our folks and being behind, and mm -hmm. uh, and we we have we have some folks like yourself. You're up on on um, crypto in general. You're you're up mm -hmm. on investing, and Corey and and Dr. Chaz and, and other folks. But what we don't have, we don't have that that critical mass. And we, yeah. we fail. We fail in building infrastructure. And I and I would even argue that the legacy, the the biggest negative legacy of enslavement of our people, is that the the the, the fractions that is created, the mental fractions within us, um, and it, and it moves into the financial area. Like we are, we are desperately afraid of putting money with each other. We don't we don't mm -hmm. talk about it, but but it's truthful, and and we are unwilling to to sort of come together and build, with the exception of sports and social. Yeah, you know, and, and if you look at the social area, we'll come together and put up thousands purely for social. But yeah. if we say business, we won't pivot to even put ten percent of what we put into the social 
into the business or investing realm. And as long mm -hmm. as we stay stuck here, we're always going to be behind eight ball. When you look at any foreigner that comes into this country, Korean, you know, uh, Jamaican, Nigerian, the first thing they do is they take the quarters that they have and they put them together so that they can scale up faster. We just totally have um, missed it. And, and I attribute, it, attribute that to our, our specific legacy of chattel slavery that, that our, our, our folks went through. Yeah. But that's why it's important to study history and to understand, like, you know, um, we know that these are some of the things that we're up against, but understand why, why it exists. Um, I mean, at this point, they're trying to get rid of history, too. So <laughs> that's a whole other fight. But, but that's, which, uh, that's, that's part of why, you know, shows like ours are important. That is that's part of why people need to watch people that look like themselves so that they, 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 our, our personal history doesn't get lost. Right. Because yeah. the schools are saying we don't want that in our schools at all. We're mm -hmm. going to teach American history from the white Anglo perspective. And if yeah. you want the other perspectives, take your ass somewhere else. And that's, yeah. what, they, that's what they've been telling us. That, that's what they've been telling us. Yeah. Corey, if I could, if I could piggyback on what you're mm -hmm. saying and, and, you know, well, let's pivot into, let's come back to the investing arena. We are so disconnected from each other when we talk about the knowledge we, we have, like, like this show here. This show here could save Black America. And I'll give you an example, a real practical one. So today on my phone, you know, I'm, I'm looking at articles. The article pops up. The latest NBA player, he, he's, he stopped playing about two years ago, and he's broke. So then I do a quick search. And, and I knew 80% of the football players go broke. I knew that. But I didn't know 65% of the NBA players go broke. And here you got a guy who talked about he was making $5 million a year, and he's going through his expenses, and he's broke. And I'm saying to myself, man, if he was in the investment club, he would have learned about a basic IRA uh, 401k, he could have created his own company and set that up. He'd have learned about IUL. He would he would have, even if he just looked at what we invested in and did a parallel on his own, there's no way he would be broke having made all that 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 money. But it's, it's information like this. The masses don't get, like the NBA really should, should have a contract with y'all and mandate all the players Watch this show. I mean, this channel, and then they wouldn't have that sixty-five percent going broke. Nah. They know who they money for sure. Because the the thing is, we the, the first the, the first way to make money is not to lose the money you had, right? That's the that's the first way to make money is not to lose the money you have, right? Especially when you have that much money, right? When you make enough money to cover, you know, your your basic expenses, you know, your home. Your, you know, the bills in your home, you know, the repairs and, and the stuff for your, uh, you know, your kids and all of that stuff. When you make enough money to cover that, then it becomes about not losing the money that you have, right? Because at that point, you make so much money that if you don't lose it, you still will be so far ahead of everybody that you that you that you win, right? Once you get to the point where now you don't lose money, then you can get into the point where you start making money, right? 
So the first thing that we had to teach our athletes is not to lose money, right? Because they make so much money that if they don't lose nothing, they will still be set up for the rest of their lives. Rest of their life. So that's that's the first the, the first and foremost thing that we got to start teaching our people, our high net worth, high income um, young people. You know what I mean? Like, don't lose the money. Forget making money. Don't lose the money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, do whatever you, do whatever you got to do to not lose the money. Right. Tell people no. Let people be mad. Don't lose the money. Because if they mad and you still make 50, 50 million dollars, they just mad over there and you still got 50 million dollars. Exactly. <laughs> like you can't let your emotions overrun what you got to still do. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's young boys out here getting, you know, seven and eight women pregnant. That's a that's a that's a recipe for failure, buddy. Like you got a two hundred million dollar contract and six baby mamas. That that don't work. Like nah. they gonna make more money out of your checks than you will. <laughs> you gotta you gotta not you know at a certain point you gotta you gotta think about your you know the the the, the thirty five the fifty the seventy five year old you you know what I mean like when you twenty three and you got a two hundred million dollar contract you're not thinking about the seventy five year old you and that's the that's the point that we need to make to them like you gotta think about when you because you didn't ran on a basketball court since you was five years old to the time you're 35 you didn't put the miles on your knees when you get 75 you're not going to be able to work for the money so you got to put that money up now and that's what they're not understanding like when you when you play a sport you put your body through so much hell that you gotta you gotta take care of you for the rest of your life yeah they part need of, part to of, of their investments like when you get that contract, you should, you know, hopefully they they've been going to your your money camp when they were children, <laughs> right. and and their parents understand, but they front load those investments, front load some real estate that they're going to buy out, and you don't need to buy the biggest thing. You just need to have something decent that that you know you can live in for some time. You can front load, putting some trust together that will pay the taxes perpetually. There's there's a bunch of different things you can do to safeguard your money from, from you. But they obviously don't know these things and they're buying um, things that are just depreciating a bunch of cars. And I see some comments. I saw one comment in YouTube. Guy said he was a manager at Mercedes and he would see the folks coming back trying to trade their cars in because, you know, the money ran out. So, so, so here's the thing, right? So the, the thing about a professional athlete is almost the opposite of every other industry, meaning that you get a majority of your wealth up front. So then by the time you become middle age, you, you the money goes down. And in most careers, it actually works the other way. So by the time you have your highest earning years, you're somewhere else mentally, right? So I'm even careful to judge those athletes because I have friends who are professional athletes. And I think about like when you're 20, 23, a lot of us probably would have been, you know, kind of reckless if, if you, you know what I mean? Like, if, Corey, raise your hand. I know. But what, I, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> the thing about it is, I think it's another piece of this, too, which is culture and community. Because a lot of times when they get to that level, they want to run away from culture and community. So then when they do struggle, instead of having, you know, a, a somewhere to fall back on, we tend to laugh at them. Right. Hey, you had the bag and you failed. Like, you know, like it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, you see it all the time. But I mean. You know, they have professionals that come and talk to them over and over and over again, but they don't really have control. So 
I mean, that's 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 an epidemic into itself. But here's what I will say: I do think it has gotten better over the years because now you see guys investing, you see guys putting money in venture capital, you see guys becoming a billionaire while they're playing. Um, and it's almost like the generation before them had to fail for them to wake up and say, "Oh, what am I doing?" You know. So it has gotten better. It has gotten better, but there's still a lot of work to do. Yeah, I agree with you, Jimmy. Talk talk yeah. to us about what's going on, um, Joel. Well, the, the first thing I want to say in, in, in um, is just that, you know, IBB Investment Group LLC, we've actually hit our five-year anniversary and Man. just really excited about that. When we started this journey back in 2019, and we started literally with, with five, five people who stepped up, put up, I think it was $200 a piece at the time, and decided that we were going to open this investment club. And we did not have everything figured out. You know, there was there was no history or track record we could look to in in our community of successful investment clubs. You know, we we could read about what Leon Sullivan had had done starting back in the '60s, but you know, couldn't didn't have anything to fall back on. So we've um, you know, we we've grown and we've grown in in every aspect from the five five initial members to now we're about 35, 36 um, partners in the group. Um, started with zero dollars. It's not like we had a, a lump sum of money to start with. Again, that $200 from five people, that was what we put in the bank the first go round. And um, and matter of fact, the uh, incorporation papers, I paid for that out of my pocket and had to wait several months to get reimbursed <laughs> for that. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know, now we're, you know, our, our assets were over 200000 uh, we have um, our crypto portfolios is between fifty and sixty thousand, and and definitely want a, a big big thanks to both Jimmy and Corey for the leadership and guidance and support in that. Because I remember when we were talking about doing crypto in a club, and at first it was almost like you know, I was from Mars talking some foreign <laughs> alien language. <laughs> So, uh, you know, we, we got through that and, um, and, and it's just a, it's a good, you know, a good feeling, a good look. We had a, um, an incredible holiday event in December, brought out a whole lot of new folks. We're actually bringing in about two partners a month. So um, the goal is to get to that 50. 50 is that magic number that Leon Sullivan uh, was, was trying to start his investment club from. And here's something interesting. His goal was 50. But he ended up with 7,000 members, 7,000, mm -hmm. giving $10 a week for 36 weeks back in 1962, I believe was the year, 1962. And if you do a quick Google, how much is that worth now? It translates to $100 a month. So it's like right now, 7,000 black people giving $100 a month for 36 months. Just imagine with with um, smart investing, you know, M MTG, you know, uh, a, a big part in, in, in Bitcoin and some other stuff. How much mm -hmm. money could we generate? And then with, with that money, what are the things that we can do to help our own community? And so yeah. that's where we're trying to, you know, help build this infrastructure out. Don't think we're going to get to 7,000. Matter of fact, our structure can't even hold 7,100 <laughs> when LLC and PA, but um, just that, that concept and we're, and we're 
you know, moving there. And the goal for this year is we, we should at least hit a quarter of a million dollars in 2024. So and for those that don't know, um, Dr. Reverend Leon Sullivan, it was called the 1036 plan, right? Um, where, One of the know, greatest things ever created. Yeah, the 1036 plan. And you can guys can look this up. He got the 7,000 members, right? Um, but yeah, I'm very proud. And we talk about it often on our Friday show. We talk about, uh, you know, the fact that we have our all, and that's the other thing. All of our members of our club look like us, right? So this is us. We meet once a month. We discuss our portfolio and business that we got going on. Um, and, you know, we watch it grow together. So, uh, you know, I just wanted to bring Joe on because we actually have an event in Philadelphia next week um, to honor Dr. You know, Dr. Reverend Leon Sullivan and Black History Month, but also to screen a movie um, which is made about black wealth. It's made about black wealth. And we have panels and a lot of other things going on. Let me let me share this with y'all because we got some powerful, powerful folks on, you know, on panels, and I, I want to highlight this 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 uh this panelist right here. One of the most powerful panelists we gonna have is this brother right here, right? So, if nothing else, you gotta come out on Friday to watch this brother right here talk. <laughs> that dude right there is pretty decent. And if nothing else, if nothing else, come out, you know, so to watch that to watch our panelists. But no, we, we definitely have a lot of um <laughs> a lot of great panelists. Uh let me share the link to the actual uh also the website, right? So I dropped it in the chat, Jimmy. You dropped it in the chat, all right. So it's in the chat. Um, you know, it's, it's ten dollars, you know, to get in. And this this is a community event, so just make sure you uh you know look it up. The the link is actually in the chat. So, uh, you know, make sure to check that out. So if you're in the area, um, would it be people, will, will it be able to stream if they're not, if they're not local? Is it, do we have that capability set up, Joel? So we had it and then, um, our engineer is, is not going to be able to do it now. So if I can right, resolve it by Tuesday, we will have it again. <laughs> so I'll keep you guys posted on our socials about whether that'll be available or not, but this will be a great event. Um, this isn't this isn't no come here and get rich quick. This is us building, talking about issues and coming up with solutions because we're always solutions based. Um, we're not going to sit up there and tell you about all the great things that happened in ancient Egypt and how smart we are, like some folks do. We're going to talk about actual and that's no shots to nobody. We're going to talk about actual real life solutions, things that we are currently doing, things that we want to do. And, you know, some of the building that we have to do. You know what I mean? Chaz, we got to set up a chapter down there where you are in Texas, man. You know, Corey's already down there, man. We got to get some Texas folks, you know, locked into our investment group, man. You know, because we're about like building this thing nationally. There should be an IBB chapter. Um, and by the way, for those who don't know, IBB stands for I Buy Black, right? So there should be an IBB chapter in, in every state. In I'm waiting. You know what I mean? So, all right, let's 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 get that let's get that started, man. So, um, and again, this isn't no MLM, so we're not asking you to sell knives or legal plans or nothing like that. We're talking about <laughs> no, I'm just no to nobody. I'm just being honest. <laughs> what I, I realize in our community, sometimes people don't support and come to things. They'd be like, "Oh, he about to try to sign me up for this." Yeah, man. You know what I mean? So they don't even come, and it's they not that. Think, uh, you know, uh, what's that? What, what, what was the song? Uh, Something, something, something about the love train or oh, oh, Jamil, Jamil, Jamil know the song. The song they play. Ain't no stopping us now. That's the ain't song. No now, yeah, they play that at every MLM meeting. But no, it's not that. You, you, you won't, you won't hear. Uh, ain't no stopping us now. It's not that. This is us coming together to talk about collective um, ideas, solutions, and to talk about our investment club. And by the way, if anybody's interested in our investment club, 
you know, um, as long as you look like us, you know, um, no disrespect and no other culture, but we're trying um, to do something specifically. You know what I mean? Let me get some of these comments real fast. And then, uh, Joel, after that, I wanted to give you the floor to talk about the uh, actual event. But uh, Adrienne says that she follows women in Linux. And uh, Tam talks a lot about how we need to pivot to STEM, the careers, the path certifications. Okay. So, you know, she's talking about getting more of our folks into the STEM side of things. And Saint said West Coast food. Except Kev, you talking about West Coast food. He said y'all West Coast food ain't like that. So Kev, you gotta defend that or not. Um, and Kev says y'all do have an informative, entertaining show. Kev, I appreciate, I appreciate that. that. Thank you. Our Friday show is a lot more open and loose than like our regular podcast. We have fun because you know we're, we're doing live, and a lot of our folks chime in. So we do try to have fun on Fridays. All right, Champ says facts. Queen says facts. That was in reference to Joel talking about some of the work that we have to do. Pascal says 100. That was also about Joel. Kev says, when I was a finance manager at Mercedes, ballers came through every week trying to sell their five cars. Man. Why do you need five cars? And that's exactly what Kev's next comment says. How many cars you need, me? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Including your kids. Let them be made. Talking about Corey. Talking about them uh, athletes and their kids. So keep it moving. Puts up the uh, you know gems when talking about when Joel was talking. It's all about your future self. And it's reference to what Corey says. Rich says that you got to invest and look out for your future self. Yeah. You know, one of the things I was having a conversation with uh, one of my real estate partners today. And I was telling him that some of the some of the uh, best advice and most wisdom I got are from people that actually didn't succeed. Right. I said elders that I have that like really didn't, you know, achieve their full potential have the best advice. Because they, they tell know me, why they didn't get there. They know why they didn't, and they tell you about the mistakes. You got to, like, really, um, you know, get you some wisdom. listen to those others. folks. Yeah, man. Those I, folks I, I, got all the answers, literally, because yeah, they, failed, yeah. they failed at so many things that they got all the answers. Yeah, yeah. So Kev says Earl Campbell comes to mind, speaking about athletes. So Aaron approves loan. Shout out to Aaron, who's out here helping our folks get money, you know, to, to acquire uh, property. So shout out to Aaron. Aaron says black families have to partner with each other. It's non-negotiable at this point. Facts. Yeah. He said it's non-negotiable. So Pascal says athletes are just high paid employees and people expect them to be great with money. However, look at people who work regular jobs and they don't save or invest. And that's kind of the point I was trying to make, Pascal, is this is why LeBron James is a great example, not just of an athlete, but as any employee. Right. He's an employee that took his earned income while he was, you know, uh, making it, put it into other stuff, worked on his craft, became better at his job to get more money to put into other things to the point where now he's actually playing while, you know, being worth a billion dollars, right? That's, that's how you take your earned income and put it to work for you. And Pascal said, it is a mindset. Everybody who's watching, please like, share, and subscribe. Please, pretty please. And Daniel says, congrats on our five-year anniversary. Daniel, the thing about it is I'm very proud of that because, you know, a lot of times you you watch history and you see some of the organizations that were built and they'll have an impact. And we don't realize that it was over a short period of time, right? They're organizations that I study, uh, I appreciate, and I love, and I look and say they still don't have a presence anywhere. You know, so building institutions and building is, you know, you, you know brick by brick. Is how you got to build it. You know what I mean? Um, but it takes time and there's growing pains. Everything's not perfect. But as long as the mission is in the front, I think, you know, it's, it's great. Kev says, my grandma used to say, if you can't buy it twice, you can't afford it. Kev, you ain't here bugging. Kev says, 
when the blueprint, the blueprint gets lined up, it's a problem. <laughs> Appreciate that, Kev. Yeah, I'll definitely be there. Speaking of Friday, is there one in NC? So right now, Crystal, we're we're one entity. Um, and I wouldn't even say we have a location. A lot of our members are from Philly, but we have members from other places as well. We do have members Correct. from other places. Yep. So you know, if you're interested, hit us up. You know, we'll show you. You know how you can get more information or join Brittany. Hey, Brittany. Um, Kev says me with the multi. Yeah, multi. <laughs> no. No, it's not Herbalife, Rich. We're not, we're not selling Herbalife. And it's not only for Philadelphians. And FC is originally from Mississippi. Ah. Yeah. So Aaron says, y'all are spitting knowledge like ESCO on verbal intercourse. That's right. Feel the lights, cameras, and action, glamour, glitters, and gold. Kev says, all of my family have big bones. <laughs> Kev is tripping. When I grew up in New Jersey, New York, they didn't even have grit. So Brent. Brent says I'm invest. I'm interested in the investment club. All right, Brent. Brent's right oh, here. You know, you right in Mount Airy. So I mean, you know, shoot me a message right now, Brent. Um, shout out to Herbalife. As a matter of fact, um, hey Jimmy, you know, I'm gonna drop my email in the in the chat. Yeah, drop, drop, uh, so Joel's gonna drop his email in the chat if anybody's interested. So the Queen said she's interested as well. You can email Joel. Also, come out to the event, man. We have an event next Friday, right at right on Broad Street. So you in Philly, Brent, so you better be there. Right on Broad Street in Philadelphia. It's only 10 bucks. Um, it's Friday and Saturday. It's actually a two-day event. And we have a lot of speakers coming from all over the country. In fact, the brother who's uh, showing the movie is called B1. He's from he's out of Atlanta, um, Dr. Rick Mathis. And shout out to Dr. Rick Mathis for allowing us to screen his film and then have conversations around his film. So we'll be right on Broad Street. Um, so Brent said he's coming out. All right. And and Jimmy, let me, let me add this too. So um, the Reverend, Reverend Dr. Leon Sullivan, who created the 1036 plan, he actually launched about 10 different institutions in the city of Philadelphia, yep. many of which are still there. So if anyone has ever heard of OIC, OIC comes from Leon Sullivan, and that's probably the largest entity that's still around there in uh, several major cities. Um, Three of the entities that he launched are sponsors to the event next weekend. So that's Progress Plaza. Progress Plaza is the very first Black-owned shopping, like block-long shopping district in the country. So, you know, they built that. They're a, a, a sponsor. There's another, um, they have an, an investment arm, uh, Progress Investments Associates. They're a sponsor. And then Leon Sullivan Charitable Trust that owns the very large office complex, which is across the street from Progress Plaza, they're going to they're going to be um, they're a sponsor. As a matter of fact, the chair, Miss Mabel Wellborn, is actually going to be speaking on Saturday morning. Um, there's going to be a short screening on a on a film on Leon Sullivan, and then she's going to give her firsthand account history. Of being with him because she was actually a secretary when he was a young adult, actually writing out the stock uh, when people would buy stock in the company. She's the one that was filling the paperwork out, sending them out to folks. So she just has such a broad history. When he was doing the big summits in Africa, she was one of the, the key administrators pulling that together. So it's going to be a great time. So I definitely would encourage anyone who's in, in Philly, you know, if you can make it to Philly on a weekend, you want to come up and check it out. Uh, one of our um, unique vendors who's going to be there on Saturday is a young guy 
He has a uh, a record exchange shop. So folks who are in the jazz, he's got over three thousand um, uh, jazz vinyls. Plus, he has vintage vintage clothing. So he's going to be there, set up, uh, and it's just going to be uh, a phenomenal event. Uh, another one of our our very first sponsor that stepped up is actually a black business uh, owner in the city. All of our sponsors are are, are black companies. So mm-hmm. all of our sponsors are black companies. So Eatable Delights Catering, very first company to stepped up to be a, a platinum sponsor at that. And they've been catering in the city for over 25 years. So it, it just has a great, um, you know, a great feel to it. And and like like Jimmy said, there's there's no... MLM marketing. There's there's no scammers. There's there's none of that. Um, I've I've had people reach out to me with that, and, and they've been blocked. I've actually curated the list of of panelists. Uh, Jimmy is one of them. Everyone is just uh you know has high integrity, uh, uh, a legit business person or or legit in their area. Not everything is going to be financial. The the film we're dealing with the the film is is d- divided into five segments. And each segment has a, um, a a a question, a key question. Like the first question to ask is, um, when are black people going to put black people first? And so we're going to have folks that can speak to that authentically. And so when we get to the second segment, which is on the media, the impact that media has on the black community, we have uh, a gentleman. <clears throat> uh, we actually have a local hip hop artist, a conscious hip hop artist out of Philly. We also have a, uh, a two radio personalities, one from Atlantic City, one from um, Philadelphia. So they're, they're going to talk about it because they work in that field. They see what media does on a daily basis. They, they can talk about the change in the black community over the decade. So, again, we have people that are that are, you know, that's their perspective areas. When we get into things about race, because there's a, a question about, you know, um, is it is it racist for black people to put black people first is that racist well we actually have a gentleman who is the uh director of social studies for the philadelphia school district so he he's going to talk about it so this this gentleman his charge is to uh make sure that the curriculum's in place for all the schools k-12 in the philadelphia school district and the teachers have the proper professional development so we're going to get his perspective on this because he's dealing with it on a, you know, he's in the trenches on a day-to-day basis uh, dealing with this. In addition to his role at the school district, he's an, an adjunct professor at University of Pennsylvania. So we have some some pow- powerhouse folks that's here going to be um, sharing information, and we're building a network. See, one of the, mm-hmm. one of the things um, from this is that many times when we come together, we have that energy. We don't build anything from it. So here we come together. We have that energy. There's an opportunity for those folks. They can join this investment club. You know, yeah. If, yeah. if we want to make change, you know, each partner we bring in that increases our capacity to buy stock, to buy and to, do, and to do more for the community. More yeah, the community. and and you're building out a bigger network. So if you have your own business, you can do your own thing. And I'm looking for that service. I'm going to come into the network first, right? Exactly. You know. That, that that's just what it is, man. So, man, um, great stuff. Um, so Brent, I'm gonna hold you that he said he's stopping by. Kev said it's 1036 plan in a book. Yes, um, I got the Bill book somewhere. Brother Bill. It's Yo, called Bill, Bill Brother Bill. Bill. It's hard to find, um, but I do have a copy. You know, I'm never selling it. I've <laughs> seen people sell for several hundred bucks, but it's called Bill Brother Bill by Leon Sullivan. So look that up. 
Um, they actually maintain copies at the trust. So I will actually okay. ask them if they can bring out a few copies for sale, but they do maintain copies there. All right, Kev, send me a cash app. I got you, Kev. I know you on the West Coast. Or, you know, Kev got money, man. Fly into the event. Um, Brent says Progress Plaza is big down Temple. Yes, it is. So that's the other thing. People don't realize that Progress Plaza was was created and is owned by our folks. Um, there's a shopping center right there that's on Wall Street. So um, you see that, that market there, um, you know, all the different uh, businesses in there. That's us, right? So and one last shout out. If, if for those folks who do come up, you want to go in the marketplace and you want to go into a little pizza shop. It's called Little Trent. Trent. Pizzas yeah. in their steaks. Incredible. I had a turkey pepperoni pizza last week. Oh, oh I man. Monica was laughing at me. I saw your post and I was like, I ain't going out. I went right to DoorDash and got me a little turkey pepperoni joint. So, you know, shot the little Trent. Okay. You know, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was based on Joe's Jim, post. So they, 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 they owe you a commission, man. <laughs> um, so, so champ says how do you get in the group champ so joe will drop his email in the chat um we his also email. have a website too um but champ you can also champ you got my contact hit me up and i can you know get you in touch with joe joe is our president we have a whole system set up now we have a treasurer secretary like we have an onboarding uh you know person that handles onboarding so we've built out a system um but you know Corey and us are just conduits to the group and this is just Everything trans, everything is transparent. That's one of the beautiful things that allow us to build the way we've been able to build. Um, because it's going to be only a matter of years, but for a couple of years before we are a million dollar group. And that's going to be powerful in itself. And what has allowed us to, I was having this conversation with Diamond Dave a couple weeks ago. He said, what do you think is the, the secret? And I said, transparency. Yep. Historically speaking, we haven't trusted each other enough, but all of our holdings and everything, everybody has a login access. Um, and we found systems that enable us to work. Uh, my iClub is an example. is a is a software system is built for investment groups. <clears throat> so we found the tools, we put that together, and have made it work. Kahan, who's generally in our chat, he's a member of this. Um, you know, uh, Latoya, who's generally in our chat, she's a member of the club, right? So we have people that you guys have seen and, and interacted with who are members of our club. Myself, Corey. So it's a lot of us, man. But you know, um, we we hey, build hey, as a team. Hey, Jimmy, can can yes, I run off? The can I run off the quick list? This is the list that I've I've developed over the years in what has made our club successful. One day I plan to turn this into a, a book. But if I could okay. just run a quick list. So sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna start with integrity, mm -hmm. unity. <laughs> the unity is we have to have a mission based on the culture because that gives us cultural glue. You have to have faith, sacrifice. People have to be willing to put up their intellectual property so that we can grow. Mm -hmm. You have to have technical competence and processes. Communication. As black folks, we got to know what's going on. Otherwise, people will blast you out quickly on social media. They doing something with my money. So communication, <laughs> key, customer service, customer service. You have to respond to people, talk to people, make people feel comfortable. Fiscal transparency. And I think that's my last. Oh, uh, board oversight. You must have board oversight. If you check some stuff right now on the Internet, there's folks imploding. And one of the key things is they don't have board oversight. You can't have one person just being able to run amok and do whatever they want. Yeah. Um, yeah that and the last thing is, is, uh, is, 
is management and structure agility. You must be able to change with the times because the structure you pick right now, it may not be viable 20 years from now. And that's one of the things that I've seen in institutions in Philly is that some of the structures they picked some time ago are having difficulty keeping up with the times. And so that's it. Yeah, all it's good so, stuff. Man. And, and the thing I want to say about our uh, investment club and about the people in our investment club is that we've had wins and losses. And when I say wins and losses, we've had some major wins and some, some terrible, terrible losses. Mm-hmm. Um, but none of that has stopped us from succeeding. <laughs> and that's no. the thing. Um, when you win together and you lose together, it, it builds a certain kind of camaraderie that you don't get when you just, you know, just uh, bumping along, you know, a bump in the log on a bump in the road. You know what I mean? Um mm-hmm. And because we've won together and lost together, we understand what the temperament of the people are when they when they win and when they lose. Mm-hmm. And so you got to know who people are when they lose. And so I'm I'm very very comfortable with the people that we have as part of this investment club because I've seen them win and I've also seen them lose. And nobody goes off off a cliff because of the what Joel talked about is because we're transparent about everything that happened. And I think that's a beautiful thing, right? <clears throat> Speaking of that, I know Dr. Chaz is here. It's one of the things I like about Dr. Chaz, right? So for those who are just just tuning in, um, we're joined by Joe Wilson, who's the president of uh, Corey and I's Investment Club, IB Big Investment um, Group, uh, as well as Dr. Chaz. Chaz is our sister. She's in um, our private group, and she has her own group as well. She's a master trader and investor. And one of the things, Chaz, I want to talk to you about, um, you're transparent about everything, wins and losses, right? And yep. I think I think that's important. I hate these folks that only talk about the good and never can show you the bad, right? So I just want to ask you, right? You know, let's see down there. Wh- how do you feel about that? Because do you see it as well? You see some folks who only act like you know. And you're muted, by the way. Do you see folks that only act like you know things work one way? I, I don't like it. It gives people hope. You gotta show. You gonna take an L, like. I fell down the stairs the other week, and I'm like, I'm human. Like, is it, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta be real. Like, you every day in life isn't just like a walk, a cakewalk. Like, you are gonna take an L? I'll show that. Like, look, Wednesdays are my bad week. I got, I'm red on some Wednesdays, and then I have a good straight of Wednesdays. But again, it's to show people that every day won't be a win. But I get up and do this over and over. Like, it doesn't. So I'm just supposed to fall down and not get back up. Like it just shows you the adversity of what you can do that y'all are still here and striving. So that transparency is very important. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Daniel says that he goes as far as he always roots for us, even on game shows. You like a Issa Rae, man. I'm, I'm rooting for everybody black, huh? So Rock, Rock's in the door. He said, I'm hitting y'all up. You got room for a grumpy old head. Rock, let's go. You can come <laughs> yeah. to the party. <laughs> let's Rock, go. Rock, Rock, Rock's a good brother. So uh, Kev says, without that list, success is hard. Pause. Yeah, that's a that's a great list. Chris was laughing at you falling out of steps, by the way, Chad. I just want you to know that. <laughs> um, real. <laughs> I just got my money from Celsius talking about it. God bless you. Shout out to you, man, because a lot of folks ain't get their bread. Yeah. I, I, I ain't had nothing in there, but, you know. All man. right, I'm shipping. Listen, man, yeah, you 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 blessed, bro. Like you might go, you play the lottery with that money, bro. Man, it's all star break. Um, <laughs> play a said, uh, Joe, man, I appreciate it, man. We got one more thing we want to cover, Joe. You can, you, I mean, if you, if you got something to do, you can leave. You can stay around, but we got one more thing we want to go over. Before I can we take get one more. Here. I can take one more. No, you you can do whatever you want. You can stay around and hang with us. We're gonna only gonna be here about a good twenty more minutes. But you can you whatever it is you want to say, you go ahead. 
If you got a hell, oh, that's fine. Whatever you want to say. Yeah, I, th I thought you had a question. I said I'll take one more question, but if you don't have a question, I mean that's it. I definitely yeah. All right. So so Joe, I appreciate you, man. Thank you as always, man, for your time. I know time is very valuable. Um, you know, I, you know, I'll, I'll see you next week. I'll be there both days, obviously. Um, and we're going to have fun and we're going to build and. Hopefully some people from our audience will come as well to see what we do and how we do it, man. But thanks for your time, brother. All right. So that was Joe Wilson. All right. So now let me uh get to our actual <laughs> our actual main topic that we didn't talk about yet, y'all. We ain't gonna be that long. We're not gonna be that long. Um, you know, pause. But you know, you saw. See, all right, here we go. Here we go. It's my little Dak Prescott thing. Here we go. Corey, tell me when you can see the uh, the screen. It's on there. All right, so this is from a post that was going around social media this week, and I saw it in various groups, and I saw it literally lead to arguments um, within said group. So I want to read this out to you guys and then have a quick conversation about it, right? It says, my wife's credit score dropped significantly from 7-Eleven for 540 because she co-signed for a car for her brother, which eventually got repossessed. When she asked me for advice before making this decision, I strongly advised against it, but she went ahead anyway. Fast forward two years later, and my wife needed a new car after the motor of her current one gave out. She wanted to purchase a brand new 2024 Camry. However, due to her low credit score, she was only approved for an older model 2021 Toyota Camry to be exact. Oh. Anyway, she was pissed because I wouldn't co-sign for her. Even though I have an 812 credit score and we've co-signed for each other in the past, I was showing her that she has to be held accountable for her poor decision. This led us both into, an, into another argument about our differences regarding how much risk is acceptable when helping family members financially by co-signing large purchases like cars. I told her that she was going to have to settle with her 2021 because she didn't take my advice initially. Was I wrong? Would you have given into helping her out? She told me that I was selfish, right? So that's the gist of it. And it says all comments are welcome. She told me that I was a selfish son of a witch. First of all, okay, you got to go for a 2021 instead of a 2024. Like, really? Anyway, um, I'm gonna get it's a cool. I'm gonna let you go first, bro, because I don't want to. I don't want to be gun. I don't want to be out here. You know what I'm saying? Um, like uh, Monty Ellis uh, gunning and all that. So <laughs> let's, 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 let's let Chaz. Chaz is our guest. Chaz yeah. is our Chaz. You 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 there was some miscommunications or they could have communicated better because for me, it's a hard no to co-sign for anybody. I don't care who it is. So if my wife was to co-sign, like, and we had this conversation and I already told her, I don't, I don't care who it is. It's no. So if she goes on and do that, and that is the repercussion, that is something she's going to have to deal with as far as credit. But if she really wanted the 2024, I don't think it's like me to be, a parental and teach her a lesson if we are financially okay it's not going to affect anything else we're going to do we co-sign for it and get the car but me and her we co-sign for each other it's just a done deal but there but i think it depends on what kind of relationship you're in what kind of standards y'all have and if y'all had the conversation before if he made that like a real hard no then she should not have done the co-signing 
and that's where he, she has to deal with what his decision is now not to co-sign. But for me in my house, it's a no, we not co-signing. But if she wanted that car after she did, I probably still would co-sign for her and let her get the car that she wanted. It's not that big of a deal for us to have an argument about. Talking about, yo, I'm going to teach her a lesson. Yo, that kind of just verbiage sounded crazy. Yeah. I can't imagine saying that about my wife. Like, I'm going to teach her a lesson. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's not I'm going to hold my thoughts off, Corey. You go next, bro. I'll, you know, I'll, 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 I'll say this. If he told her at the time that if you do this, that it will have repercussions, and then that was the repercussion, I guess. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you a person of your word and that's what you said, then that's what that's what it is, right? Regardless of who it is, right? It is, it is what it is, regardless of who it is, right? And so... I'm 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 hardline like that sometimes. Very, mm-hmm. very, 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 very not often, but once I once I get to that hard line point, there's nothing you can say to me that makes me move off whatever line I'm on. So, so all right. So here's what's interesting, right? Um, a couple things that like bother me reading that, which is why I wanted to bring it to the show. Is the 2021 really that much different than the 2024? Am I tripping or is like you know, I understand you want the new car smell and all that, but dog, uh, like are you? It's not. Camry, And for me, twenty twenty, I probably won't buy a brand new car again. Like, yeah, what's the difference? Like the depreciation. Yeah, if I get a low mileage, the car was, hasn't been used that much. Twenty twenty one, twenty twenty four. It's it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, listen, it's a, it's only a few things I love in this world, and one of them is a paid off a paid off Toyota. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, so. I wish I look. Let me turn my look. 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 Listen, <laughs> listen, I, 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 I drive a Toyota. It's a paid-off Toyota. I love my paid-off Toyota. And, 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 I, yo, I love it. So, I mean, but first of all, the way he talked about I'm a teacher lesson was kind of wild. Yeah, that, that, was, that was crazy. You know, I understand his perspective. But here's the other thing, right? I think there's context to this, too, right? So I've people in my family have asked me to co-sign. Um, I haven't done it. But I'm going to tell you why. None of my like little cousins or little nephew, anything that's like you know, um, 16, 18 years old have asked me to co-sign. It's always somebody that's like 42 years old, 30 years old. If you need a co-signer and you're a grown ass person, that tells you all I need to know right there. Why do you need a co-signer and you're grown? You're grown with three kids, you asked me to co-sign for you. Exactly. That shows enough right there. The fact that you need a co-signer means I'm probably gonna get burnt. Exactly. You, know, yeah, the, like, the, you gotta you gotta you gotta give it to them with no expectations because if that's if they if that's the case you gotta you gotta have no expectations of getting anything good out of that like you gotta you be know, doing it straight from the strength bro do you know how many times as a realtor right someone comes to me looking to buy a property and they tell me their credit is great or whatever and then we run their credit and they forgot that they co-signed for somebody and didn't even realize that that person's not paying so everything oh, they did up to this point that they did for themselves, spot right. on. The one mistake they made was co-signing for a family member. I've seen it so many times, and it's like I've seen it actually rip families apart. So you got to be careful with that. Um, but I thought that was an interesting post. Let's get to the, some of the comments, see what the uh, the folks think about this. Uh, you know, think about what we got going on here. Uh, <laughs> Crystal said, I've been left Celsius in the wind. Um, Wayne says, I was just in Houston at the Breakfast Club with that money I got back. Yo, I've been, I've been to that spot. I went to the Breakfast Club in Houston. Um, yo, one of the most underrated things about Houston that I enjoyed was the Buffalo Soldier Museum. I want to get that a shout out, too. That's, like, underrated. 
Crystal says, speaking of losses and L's, Cisco laid off thousands yesterday. That's the ugly side of tech. Yeah, you got to tell the ugly side. Lorraine says, the bottom line is this, never co-sign. You know? Champ says, one, I'm driving in the snow, sending in my one. All right, Champ, here's the thing about that while I can. I got a new system I want to try today instead of the wheel name, which should be much more faster and efficient. I'm about to break it out in a second. Um... But Crystal says, first of all, new cars are a bad financial decision, in my opinion. Second, if she's bad with finances, she doesn't need a car payment, period. Here you go. I agree. I, I totally agree with that. My son yeah. wanted a car, and I mm -hmm. just decided I'm never going to co-sign for him. I'm like, I'm never going to do it. So we yeah. found him a car at the auction, for it in cash, and he was supposed to pay it back. What happened? He stopped he paying. Didn't yeah, he didn't pay all of it back. But to had yeah. I co-signed, I'd be on the hook for more. But yeah. again, it's a lesson for him to learn. And again, for people, you ain't mess up my credit. <laughs> no, that's actually a pretty brilliant idea, by the way. Right. You do it that way, where it's you're funny. not you putting become, yourself... You become the bank. You become the bank. I'm the bank, yeah. And because you're, you're doing several things right there. You're protecting yourself from the co-sign. You're also teaching him responsibility. And if he fails, you can hold it against him for the rest of his life. Rest so, of his life. <laughs> and I, I'm, a, I'm a leo so i'm a little stubborn so i'm like i'm on his top boy you bought that girl some flowers you could have been paying that bill back <laughs> y'all need a car you buying roses and candy y'all need gas money and ubers like be real y'all hear yo dr chaz is petty she put it out there um <laughs> i am you know. so kev said he was just about to hit you up chaz now you ain't gonna co-sign so you know um <laughs> My mother said, if they don't care about their own credit score, make sure you think they'll care about yours. It is true. <laughs> Lorraine, Lorraine said that. If they don't care about your credit score, they don't care about yours either. The way he said it seems to be the issue, not his decision. Yeah, Crystal, he was talking crazy. Yeah. Got to teach her a lesson. He's got like a power a power tip. So it's not attractive. But that was her choice. Kev said 2021s didn't have the operational chips. Yeah, all right, whatever. <laughs> Crystal says, the people in my life know not to ask me things like this. All right. Pascal giving us some uh, something to look at. PLTR, Palantir, looks like it's trying to bull flag on the daily chart. Pascal, I will check that out. I see Corey over there writing I, that. I, you know I dropped that in the group. Like, that's like two weeks ago. <laughs> no, like yeah. last week. So it, I got March contracts, 16, 17, 18. No, yeah. Some expired today and the rest of them in March. I'm gonna look at that. I'm gonna look that up. But by the way, that is not investment advice at it's all. It's for informational purposes only. Chas is just showing what she's throwing on the chart. Pascal co-signing. Jamil says, consistently accumulating car notes will delay or eradicate retirement. If she blew her credit on a bold decision, I ain't risking mine. Why would I give you my strap if you blew all your bullets and missed the zombies when I'm the marksman? <laughs> So Kev says, co-sign for two years and let them refinance. I ain't co-signing for no nope. years. That's on them. Not yeah. one. Not a one. Crystal says, whatever you do, don't use your rent money. Shout out to my, uh, my, 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 my parlay brother Mark out there, man. I ain't got no parlays for y'all because the NBA is on hiatus. You know what I'm saying? But if y'all in the MDC, don't be, don't be surprised you start seeing me put – because I'm parlay poppy now, y'all. I'm just letting y'all know that right now. No, if you calling him poppy, you better be female. <laughs> <laughs> in the oh. building. All right. 
Um, definitely don't agree with how he handled the matter, but I agree with his decision, says Lorraine. Yeah, you got to be careful with that, man. So if we take nothing away from today, here's a couple things as I recap before we start to close out. Um, support Dr. Chaz. That's first and foremost, because Dr. Chaz uh, is amazing. She's one of the best traders I know, like, and um, one of the best teachers, too. So I want to make sure I give Chaz her flowers while she's here. Uh, number two is support um, people that are actually doing work in the, in the community, right? Support investment clubs. Like even if you don't join ours, one thing we've done in the past is shown people how to start their own. You really don't need to start showing. We already have the infrastructure in place. Um, but our thing is, it's not about hiding information. It's about sharing with everybody. So, you know, um, you know, uh, look at this, look at this, look at this. Kristen says, wait, I've been hitting my parlays. Chastity got me on it. Oh, so Chas, you giving out parlay? I said I'm in a group, and the chick hit for 20, 10K on a $25 parlay, but I wasn't in it. Texas got, you know, Texas a little little finicky. But, yeah, I didn't know I got Crystal on. Yeah. I didn't find up in nobody's trunk, nor am I about supporting sports gambling. But me and Mark been going crazy, man. Shout out to my brother Mark, man. All right, so. You drop him in the MDC. That's what I'm doing. I'm going to start doing that, man. Because listen, this week, all right, so it was, we on Friday, so it's no games, but it was, I went, so Monday, I think three and one, then like three and oh, then like three and oh, and then yesterday, two and oh, like just literally cooked, just literally cooked. Um, and I got, I got a witness to this, which is my brother, Marcus. He, we, 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 uh, we, we went crazy last night on the, um, in the one game too. We put everything in the one game, Minnesota, uh, Portland. You know what I'm saying? You know, I got, it's all documented, man. It's all documented. If, if, if you throw a a, a a parlay in the investment club, everybody will show up. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I see a lot of y'all. A lot of y'all be flaking out of my old Monday. We are live Monday at 7 p.m. I know a lot of people watch the replay because it's all available. But we live Monday, 7 p.m. Tone been giving out so many bags. Tone and Pass have given out so many bags. Pass was giving out a seasonal play that hit for 500%. Um, what was the play court? Did you see it? It was a uh, was it, it was, the McDonald's play again? It wasn't McDonald's, it was Crowd P R W D. But Krause, he right. gave it, he gave it, I think, is it's been less than a couple months, up five hundred percent. That's all in our circle. Tone gave out so many plays that I can't even name them all, like Home Depot, uh Goldman Sachs, like Corey and I sat on a call two weeks ago and gave out Nike and Pepsi. And we both ran the bag up to the ceiling. So Pepsi like we, was a killer. Yeah, Pepsi. Corey gave out Pepsi on Monday at 8 p.m. By Tuesday, it was p.m. I'd like double my money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so all documented. Again, that's the great thing about what we do is it's, it's traceable. You you know, we ain't got it like it's all documented. Anyway, I ain't going to brag on us. Chas is out there. Chas is doing it. Chas be smacking every day, man. So I'm going to tell you what Chas is a master of. Going in the market every day and um getting a quick bag. You know what I mean? A hundred dollars. We say a hundred dollars a day. Like you know, that helps. Keep a bill away. Hundred dollars a day. I keep a bill away. You want to grab a hundred dollars every day, and like you know, I mean, that's where I get my parlay money from. Anyway, um, <laughs> I want to try something else this evening, man. Streamyard has this thing for a giveaway. Here's what I need y'all to do to be entered into the giveaway tonight. You got to put in hashtag BTC. I want to see if this works out. See if I like this better than um. Then actually using the, uh, you know, go into the chat, put in hashtag BTC, and you will be put in our weekly giveaway. So for those that may be here for the first time on our Friday show, every Friday at the end of the show, we do a giveaway where we give away um, Bitcoin. We, you know, we do this every week, right? This is our way of giving back to the community that supports us. 
Hashtag BTC. Let's see if this works. That way I ain't got to type nothing in, Corey. I found a whole new solution. Uh-oh. Pascal giving out more game. T-E-N-B on the weekly and monthly is the breakout triangle. Look at Chaz writing it down. Like, listen, man, we going to – us traders, man, we, we like to know what's, what's popping. Shout to Pascal, man. Palantir and T-E-N-B. Can you program Pascal? Can a white man dance? <laughs> Y'all don't know that's a, new Jack, that's a New Jack City reference. Me and Corey are men of a certain age. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. Right, so we got 17 folks entered already. Oh, it seems to be working. Hashtag BTC if you want to be putting our giveaway. I could share the screen too because they got it on a whole a whole screen. So this tells me how many people have entered thus far. We got 21 entries thus far. When I click draw, it does the random thing, but this saves us time and energy from having to type all those names in. I like this core. Yeah, no, this is this yeah, is that's, that's dope right there. Oh, yeah, we're cooking with fish crease tonight. No, this is crazy. Shout out to uh, you know, for them for improving their product. Yeah, because you know this was definitely not part of the, the three years ago when we started this. Yeah, everything brought to you by MDC Strategy. For those who don't know, mdcstrategy.com. If you want to, you know, join our group, listen, we got power players in there, man. Like, you know, chances in the group. I'm in a group, Corey's in the group, pass, tone. You know, and it's a lot of information there, man. But hashtag BTC. I'm going to give it a couple more seconds. Oh, investors, what's going on with the ticker H-O-L-O? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. H-O-L-O. And side note, I gave some more game um, in our in our group this week. I'm going to give y'all. I'm going to share it with y'all in a second. Damn. Let me look up the H-O-L-O. Damn. Yo. Yo. Yo, this chart is berserk, yo. You says you want to share your, you want to share it real fast, Corey. Let's see what you're cool. looking at. I'll share it. <laughs> it's a holo, holo. My fault. I'm a um, I'm a part of the beehive, y'all. Uh-uh. <laughs> no Beyonce. No, I will never allow Beyonce. Doctor Chance told you don't don't do that. I will never allow Beyonce slam. Let me let y'all know right first and foremost, man. All right, so this is what we're looking at. This Dying. is uh, let's see what we're looking at. What happened here? The micro cloud. This joint consolidated for a good. That's September to now. And about a week ago, this joint started taking flight. Cool. Which one is your RSI? Which one's your MACD? That's your, that's your RSI at top, right? Yeah, RSI is up here. This All right. Joint, RSI. Consolidated though on the daily. This joint been consolidating on the daily for like. Six months. So what happened? There must be something from a fundamental standpoint that happened. Was there any news or anything? I have no idea. I've never heard of this company until 30 seconds. They say mean, mean traders. Ah, that's what it is. I ain't do no research on that. Yeah, I went to Yahoo Finance first. It said mean traders. Oh, okay. So they, they, they did that. All right. So I won't put... <laughs> There you go. Yeah. You know, you know the establishment is about the game. Away. Yeah, just gave the game away. Pascal, it's... the link is now in the chat. Man, um, this joint took off. Ran off like the plug. It, it probably got one more run, and then I'll be looking at puts if the chain is good. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to wait for a second. I ain't going to let them get me, uh, uh, you know, hit me, you know, all crazy. If, but, you, uh, if you put it on the six-month, it's like right at mid-peak, and then there's another double top back there on the six-month chart. So I would wait for it to probably hit about. Oh, it's right at the. It's right at the point yeah, where it's it's right back to. Yeah, it's right back to what? Where it was at. 
Look look what happened last time it hit that. It fell off a cliff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This joint is this this joint is busy on the drizzle. That joint fell out the window like uh Lois Lane and Superman. <laughs> By the way, Lois Lane was very toxic for that. If y'all remember Superman when she jumped out the window just to see if Superman would come save her. That's some that's some toxic behavior. Yeah, she's I, I just made that post, Jimmy. I said, stop calling stuff cute. That's toxic. Blink twice. <laughs> yeah, that was very toxic, man. Speaking of that, though, I was watching one of Corey's favorite movies this week. I don't even know. I'm assuming this is one of Corey's favorite movies. I was watching Tombstone this week. Oh, yes. Top five. Yeah, and I ain't even got to guess that. I know my brother, so I know this one of his top movies, right? So I was watching this week, and there's some funny parts watching it, like, you know, for like the 50th time. You know, you watch something so much that you catch something for the first time. I was laughing, Core, at the part where he gets in the tombstone. He realizes his wife is now um, addicted to opioids, which is funny because not funny, but we see what's going on now. She was in the opioid game way back then. And he went he went and started talking to the other chick. And the chick is talking to him about his dreams and all that. And he goes back home to his wife and like, what's your dream? And what's this? And she ain't trying to hear none of it. And you can see in his face right there. I'm done with her. I'm going with the other one. Yeah. Also toxic, but hilarious when you watch it. Yeah, I mean, right. so anyway, um, Kev, Kev is tripping. Kev says, I like the Bob Barker will personally. Kev, that takes too much too much time. We about to get out of here, though. Um, the system, I believe, can take multiples. Oh, see, so I don't know if that's true, K. Vicky, but if so, you know, that's foul. And you ain't have to put that out there. Um, but it's a way you can block that, too, though. If they did put that, I'm going to find that out. $100, I'm about to spin it right now so we can get busy, though. $100 put leaps. All right, we got a lot of information on there. Pascal said, oh, Pascal is giving out all kinds of stuff. Adrian says, I'm your Huckleberry. I'll be yeah. your Huckleberry. That movie streaming somewhere. Um, Paramount Plus. No, Hulu. Hulu has Tombstone. Either Hulu or Paramount Plus, one of them have Tombstone. And Hulu has live sports. <laughs> Another piece of game real quick. Just watch. If you go to the website, just watch. Like just watch, uh, com, it tells you where you can watch anything. But the piece of game that I gave out this week, that I, you know, for, for those that like to trade, and this is not investment advice, sometimes you don't have enough capital to allocate to, say, um, Coinbase. If you're trying to, like, follow Bitcoin in the market and make a trade based on it, another good way is a company. Um, is, uh, people are familiar with Riot, Mara, all those different things. But another cheaper play is I-R-E-N, right? I-R-E-N is another way that you can, it, it tends to follow Bitcoin, right? So MicroStrategy is another one, but MicroStrategy is $500 a share. I-R-E-N is uh, Iris Energy Limited. It's about $6.81 a share. And um, some information about Iron is they are a Bitcoin mining company, right? So they run parallel to how Bitcoin runs. And again, not investment advice, but if you're looking to make that specific play, I mean, I shared in a group. I got riot contracts right now up over 100%. I got iron contracts up over a gazillion percent. But I, what I did was I bought them when the market is low. My riot contract, I was telling core and tone, I'm so anxious to pull the trigger, but it literally expires in 2026. <laughs> <laughs> right there, I-R-E-N. Um, now, my iron contracts, I'm going to get out of them soon. They, they expire in August, but I did that for the happening. With that being said, though, let's get back to our giveaway, All right? So we have 22 entries into our giveaway. Remember, if you win the giveaway, the rules are still the same. Let us know that you're still here. If you are still here, um, 
then shoot myself an inbox, Corey inbox, a bodyhood inbox, and we will get you paid ASAP tonight. You know what I mean? Get you your Bitcoin. So before we do that, though, make sure to subscribe to us on all platforms. Um, check out our new Bitcoin only show, uh, Stack Stat to Die Trying is every Monday. Our pod is every Wednesday, and we're here live every Friday with the giveaway. <clears throat> so that's kind of our schedule. We drop a little stuff on our YouTube channel, Facebook page in between there, here and there. But mainly Monday, Wednesday, and Friday are our shows. Also support Dr. Chaz and everything she got going on. Chaz, you got any words for the folks? Just follow me. Just hit me up. I'm I'm an open book. My inbox is always open. I'll help anybody. There you go, Chad. You gotta come back more, man. This is fun having you on. Like I'm coming back. Like I have to just have to set my alarm. We were supposed to have a phone conference. We are. Corey, I'm sorry. I got you. I got you. Corey, I knew he was gonna say it. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk once we go off air, but let's do this giveaway real fast and we're gonna talk. But listen, everybody out there, good luck to you all. Remember, let us know you're still here. Um, Jamil says, make sure you check out Dr. Chaz's survey class. You get some couple dollars with some surveys. I'm with that too. You know what I'm saying? That's um, what Corey's talking about. Yeah, yeah Corey man. won't know about them surveys. No, I watched the class, but I can't I can't do nothing if I just watch it. I need somebody to I know. Me. That's what I'm saying. I got you. Man, send me the class. I can watch the class. I'm good at that. Anyway, what are okay. said, let's, let's get the let's get the give let's get to the giveaway. Let's see how this works, y'all. Here is a draw. And our winner this week is by the hood. <laughs> no. Oh, it's still going. There we go. Oh, my wife. <laughs> oh, the fix is in. Chaz's wife wins. But no, listen, the cheap one. This is what it is. Let yeah. us know you're still here. No chance can't collect for you. We will know if you're still here. <laughs> the where to find you, Dr. Chaz. Uh, I'm Chastity Sandage on Facebook. I'm Dr. Chaz. On Instagram, I'm no KBDB consults on YouTube. Um, you got you got to clean go. that up, Chaz. Yeah, I know. I'm working on it. I'm working <laughs> on it. Clean that up. No, um, I gotta I gotta work on it. I'm working on it, Doctor Chaz. Just D R C H A Z. Yeah, I think so. I'm not on Instagram like that. Like, you know, but you gotta have one central location for the folks to find you. I'm gonna find. I know. Facebook I, I know, is best. I, I got you. Let me see. Facebook I know I is best. Yeah, that is it. How the hell did you get Doctor Chaz? No one had that. All right, so hit up Chaz. me. That's there. You go, Doctor Chaz. Literally, D R C H A Z on IG. That's it. And then what you do is you go on your IG and you put all your other stuff on IG, but you gotta have that one place. Okay. Um, there you go. All right, so you are here. Um, Chaz will show you. Chaz, shoot me a message. And one of y'all shoot me a message with uh your your cash tag, and you will get paid. K Diggy says congratulations. Wayne says congratulations. <laughs> Crystal said, Chaz, let's have a chat about branding. <laughs> Angela, okay, said, if you got time, thank you, Crystal. And Adrian says, I'm trying to do my best to stay away from Facebook. Adrian, I know you definitely fell off the earth on Facebook, but. Hit her up on IG, Dr. C-H-A-Z. That's Dr. Chaz. You get all the other stuff from there. But that's our sister there. Or you can, uh, Jamil says, get you, everybody give you advice about get the one of them, uh, them, them link. Yeah, pages. I'm, I'm going to get one of them. Uh, I think Tyrone, he he was like, do the other page. And I, I said, I'm going to do it. And I put it on the list and didn't do it. I'm going to do it this weekend. There you go. There you go. That's what we, that's what I got. If you go to my bio, I got like all my stuff on the link.me. Um, as well as by the hook, got one too. All right, y'all, listen, we appreciate the support. 
congratulations uh, to the missus for winning tonight. I like that giveaway. And by the way, um, there is a way you could block people from uh, putting their name in, uh, you know, multiple times. So I'm going to, you know, work on that. But I like the way that worked, so I didn't have to type all that stuff in. Everybody have a great weekend. Please stay safe. For those um, interested in the investment club or our event, please hit me up. Got you on that. You're going to get this Bitcoin away. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Stack Stats, our regular pod, and our Friday live will be here next Friday. Chess, you got an open door policy. You want to come back every Friday? I don't care. You know, we have fun. Um, and also, man, anybody else who wants to come on with us, man, anybody in the community that's always in the chat, come on and talk. Y'all missing with. out. I'm, I'm loving it up here. Because <laughs> Friday, Friday, Friday is not like our serious, like, you know. Yeah, we, man, we just up here talking. We, we out here shooting the wind, shooting the breeze. Yeah, man. But y'all have a great weekend, man. We appreciate the support. Don't forget to, you know, um, like, follow, comment, do all the YouTube and stuff. Don't co sign for people that you ain't got no, no investment. Do not co sign for your favorite. I co sign for, for, for my son's college uh, fund. Besides that, that's a little different, though. Chat says she's going at Listen, listen. For, for him to not have debt, that's what I had to do. Listen, yeah. I, I respect that. If Everybody my son was Corey's son, I'd co-sign for his school. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you phrase that. I like the way you phrase that. Corey's son, Corey's son is the young genius, yo. Corey's son is a young yeah. genius. I told Corey, when, when, when he get out of school, he ain't never coming back home. He going to go out in the never. world and like, do his own thing. Never. He, yeah, he, he's done living with y'all. He on his own, man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so with that being said, though, man, y'all have a great weekend, man. We appreciate the support as always, man. Much love to y'all. See y'all next Friday back here live, having some more fun, um, talking trash with y'all. For everybody listening to this on the audio, man, hope you enjoyed as well. Leave feedbacks, Apple, Spotify, Google, the podcast platforms. You know, give us five stars. Help us out. But we'll see y'all next week. Please stay safe, y'all. Peace.